Hello, and welcome to the Dr. Jocker's Functional Nutrition Podcast, the show designed to give you science-based solutions to improve your health and life. I'm Dr. David Jockers, doctor of natural medicine and creator of drjockers.com, and I'm the host of this podcast. I'm here to tell you that your body was created to heal itself, and on this show, we focus on strategies you can apply today to heal and function at your best. Thanks for spending time with me, and let's go into the show. This podcast is sponsored by Liver Health Formula from Pure Health Research. For anyone looking to ignite their fat-burning metabolism, boost their energy, and transform how they look and feel, they must start taking care of their liver. Your liver is your body's master detoxifier. It performs over 500 key functions in your body every single day. It's responsible for cleansing and removing thousands of harmful toxins, man-made chemicals, alcohol, and dangerous food additives and preservatives. And after decades of wear and tear, our livers slow down and they become sluggish. And this is why so many of us struggle with weight gain and feeling tired all the time. Fortunately, there's a simple all-natural solution that I recommend. It's called Liver Health Formula. Liver Health Formula contains 12 powerful botanicals clinically proven to recharge and protect your liver at the cellular level. It helps restore your liver's detoxifying abilities. It boosts your energy levels and can kick your natural metabolism into high gear. It also works remarkably well to fight fatty liver, which is a silent epidemic affecting 100 million Americans. And right now, as a listener of our show, you can try Liver Health Formula completely risk-free and receive five free gifts when you order today. First, you're going to receive a free 30-day supply of nano-powered omega-3. This powerful blend of omega-3 fatty acids supports a healthy heart and brain with four times better absorption thanks to this special nano delivery system. You're also getting four free eBooks to support every aspect of your health and longevity, regardless of age. Just go to getliverhelp.com forward slash jockers or call toll free at 800-282-1757 to claim your risk-free supply of liver health formula and all five bonus gifts. That's get liver help. So G-E-T-L-I-V-E-R-H-E-L-P.com forward slash jockers or call 800-282-1757. You're covered by their 365-day money-back guarantee, so you have nothing to risk. But supplies are limited, so go head over to getliverhelp.com forward slash jockers or call toll-free at 800-282-1757 now to order liver health formula and claim your five free bonus gifts while you still can. That's getliverhelp.com forward slash jockers or call 800-282-1757. If we're gonna be healthy in the 21st century, we have gotta keep inflammation under control. Inflammation is literally the root cause of all the different degenerative chronic health conditions, things like Alzheimer's, heart disease, Parkinson's disease, cancer, diabetes. These are 
all characterized by chronic inflammation. And so I went ahead and I interviewed some of the top experts in the world when it comes to inflammation and I actually created a summit. It was called the Chronic Inflammation Summit. We hosted it in May of 2021. You may have listened, you may not have, but I wanted to share some of my favorite interviews on this podcast. And this is one of them. You guys are gonna get so much value out of this podcast. And if you know anybody that's struggling with any sort of chronic health conditions, maybe they have pain in their body, digestive issues, autoimmunity, cancer, heart disease, diabetes, brain issues, please share this podcast with them. It could literally change and save their lives. And if you haven't already, take a moment and leave us a five-star review. Your reviews help us reach more people and impact more lives. Thanks so much for doing that. And let's go into the show. Well, hey, everybody, welcome back to the Chronic Inflammation Summit. Today, we're going to be talking about inflammaging and the role of inflammation in the acceleration of aging. And I've got my friend, Dr. Michael Murray. And Dr. Murray is one of the world's leading authorities on natural medicine. He's published over 30 books featuring natural approaches to health. He's a graduate, former faculty member, and serves on the board of Bastyr University in Seattle, Washington. For the past 35 years, Dr. Murray has been compiling a massive database of original scientific studies from the medical literature. He has personally collected over 65,000 articles from the scientific literature, which provides strong evidence on the effectiveness of diet, vitamins, minerals, herbs, and other natural measures in the maintenance of health and the treatment of disease. It's from this constantly expanding database that Dr. Murray provides the answers on health and healing on drmurray.com. And his most recent book is The Longevity Matrix, How to Live Better, Stronger, and Longer. And we're going to talk about some of the topics that he that he goes over in that book. So, Dr. Murray, welcome to the summit. Well, thank you. It's a great topic. Yeah, for sure. And so, you know, we know that inflammation is really at the root cause of chronic disease. And in your book, you go through a lot of different theories, uh, you know, and signs that people are not aging successfully. So, let's start with the major signs and symptoms that one might might experience that would tell them they're not aging very well. <laughs> well, yeah, if, if you're if you're if you're aging on the outside, you're aging on the inside. So I think, uh, you know, physical appearance, uh, mm. it, you know, goes goes a long, a long way. How old are you, David? Because you look 39. Yeah. So I'm I'm 60. I'm 60, uh, 62. Yeah, you look great. Uh, yeah. So uh, I, I yeah. So I'm, I'm doing a good job fighting the aging uh, aging process. So. I think the the way a person looks goes a long way in, in uh, evaluating their how, how they're how they're faring against the aging process. But it's it, it's not foolproof, right? Uh, you know, because uh, we've all seen people that look really young, uh, but yet uh, you know maybe had uh, a, a short lifespan. So yeah, there's a, there's more to consider. So outside looks. How about pain? Some of the oh. other. Signs yeah, I mean, energy levels, yeah. <laughs> you know, I think energy levels, uh, uh, and I think, you know, there's certain, certain conditions, I think, that people uh, should be concerned about. Uh, one is uh, dementia, uh, you know, it's, mm. when I first started uh, studying medicine, the, the rate of uh, Alzheimer's disease and, and dementia was very low in people 80 plus. It was less than two percent. Now it's, it's, it's 
the latest data is, is almost 50%. So the reward for, for living longer for a lot of people is they, they live longer, but they lose their mind. And most of us, uh, you know, baby boomers and, and, and younger have, have witnessed uh, people that we love learning their ability to function and think. And right. I think, uh, you know, for a lot of reasons, that that has to be one of the key areas of concern. Uh, when I look at, you know, what uh, contributes to a short lifespan, when we look at inflammation, uh, some of the big contributors to inflammation are poor blood sugar control. So mm-hmm. obesity, type 2 diabetes, uh, poorly controlled type 1 diabetes, these all accelerate the aging process by, uh, in most cases, leading to excess inflammation. Uh, Heart disease. Uh, We know that heart disease is linked to inflammation. Uh, C-reactive protein is something that people need to to measure. It's a sign of of chronic inflammation. And higher C-reactive protein levels are associated not only with a dramatic increased risk for cardiovascular disease, but also many forms of cancer, diabetes, and accelerated aging. So it's an inexpensive uh, lab test that should be part of every uh, yearly physical. Uh, Vitamin D3 is is something else that we're learning more and more is so important for so many reasons, especially during this this COVID time. And you know, so uh, I think that uh, that's another simple, inexpensive test. If we look at the optimal range, we want it to be between 60 and 80 nanograms per ml. Uh, what they've showed is that in, with COVID is that if, if, if people have below 20, th- that's almost, if they get COVID, it's almost a death sentence. Wow. Uh, and if they're if they're above, uh, if they're above 34, they're, they, they pretty much... Uh, uh, might get it, but they don't go to the ICU and, and they don't die from it. Uh, and so uh, that 34 number is is kind of uh, the the threshold, but I'm saying it's got to be even higher than that. So now why, why is this important for aging? Well, vitamin D3 is a, a very effective uh, tool to help uh, reduce uh, telomere shortening and uh, mm. We have these end caps of our DNA, and every time cells in our body replicate, it gets shorter. And the shorter the telomeres get, the more chance for errors and for improper replication. And so vitamin D can can preserve those telomeres and help people uh, conceivably uh, age slower. So uh, vitamin D3 levels are very important for uh, fighting uh, inflammation and fighting uh, aging and supporting the immune system, especially during uh, this COVID-19 pandemic. Yeah, for sure. Vitamin D3 really helps with keeping inflammation under control. And we know that with COVID, people are people are in a hyper-inflamed state, meaning mm-hmm. that they have higher levels of inflammation to begin with. When they encounter the virus, their body is not able to control inflammation. It, it just, uh, you know, just creates these cytokine storms and uh, really damages their lungs and causes pneumonia and all kinds of issues. So. You know, you know, David. It's it's interesting because you know when we're talking about inflammation, and we, we look at, at who's most susceptible to suffering the worst from COVID nineteen or dying from it, it's it's people that have uh, inflammation. Yeah, people with diabetes, high blood pressure, kidney disease, uh, obesity. Uh, you know, diabetes, uh, you know, poorly controlled blood sugar levels, these all contribute uh, to uh, 
this inflammaging and there's, right. there's strategies that we can utilize it uh, that would really be helpful for these people. Uh, so uh, <laughs> we've, we've got, uh, we've got some extra incentive right now to, to get yeah. those uh, inflammatory processes under control. Yeah, totally. And you mentioned C-reactive protein. Where do you like to see the levels? What's kind of your optimal range there? I like to see it as close to zero as possible. Right. I mean, I, uh, I'm i sure you're like me and, and you, you get it checked at least once a year. Mm-hmm. You know, my levels are near zero. And I think yeah. that, uh, I, you know, I have no pain, uh, no, no inflammation. Uh, you know, when, when I, I, I had a, I had like a little, little hangnail the other day and I, yeah. I realized how much that bothered me. I, I hate <laughs> to think what would happen if I had, had any sort of chronic uh, issue. And, you know, yeah. life is meant to be lived. And uh, the title of my book, The Longevity Matrix, uh, the idea of a matrix is that it's, it's a, a multiple systems coming together to work mm-hmm. harmoniously. And uh, that's how our body is. And uh, the idea is to help people live better now. Because if you live better now, it sets the stage for living longer. And, yeah. uh, you know, re- getting that inflammation under control is really a key step in, in helping your body feel better now. Now, the other part of, of the subtitle is stronger because I think you know right. building muscle mass is really important and uh, uh, helping cells throughout the body be stronger and re- more resistant to inflammation and cellular damage. That's what I mean by, by stronger. <clears throat> if, if the cells are more resilient, uh, they're going to respond to threats and they're going to, uh, they're going to quell, uh, they're going to put out any fire of inflammation. And if you take care of living better now and focusing on helping improve your strength and helping improve the strength of every cell in your body, you're naturally going to live longer. So that's, that's the premise. Yeah. makes so much sense. I just want to take a moment, interrupt this podcast to tell you about Paleo Valley's organic super greens. They've got 23 organic superfoods, all made into a powerful powder. And these superfoods have their own unique benefit for boundless natural energy that you can get in one scoop of this powder. And the cool thing is there is no cereal grasses. A lot of you guys are concerned about cereal grass because research has come out showing that things like wheatgrass, barley grass, actually contain a lectin called wheat germ agglutinin or WGA, which for some individuals is very inflammatory. And so Paleo Valley made these organic super greens without any of those cereal grasses. They only use the finest, most bioavailable superfoods to help your body absorb those valuable vitamins, minerals, antioxidants, and enzymes found in each delicious servings No fillers, no indigestible ingredients, just 23 nutrient-rich organic superfoods full of the nutrients you need for a vibrant, healthy life. And it's super simple. It only takes you 30 seconds. Just take a scoop, put it in water, or put it in a beverage of your choice to get these great benefits. You can check it out by going to paleovalley.com forward slash jockers and using the coupon code jockers at checkout to save 15% off today. Guys, try it out. You guys are going to love these this greens powder.
And in your book, you talk about many of the different theories of aging. Mm -hmm. uh, you explain the free radical theory of aging. Can you can you go over that? Yeah, and we if it's kind of like aging's like this. Um, do you know the parable of the blind men and the elephant? You know, I don't think the, I've heard that one. Oh yeah, so it's a it's a it's a classic parable. So they took seven blind men and they they exposed they've never seen an elephant, so they don't know what an elephant is. So they had one hold its tail and. The, the uh, blind person said the elephant is like a strong rope and another uh, grabbed its ear and said, no, it's, it's like a, a, a really strong, pliable uh, palm leaf. Another grabbed its belly and said, no, it's like a great wall. And, and you know, one grabbed its leg. And so it said, it's, <laughs> no, it's like a trunk of a tree. And so uh, if you step back and look at all these theories, they're all part of the puzzle. They're mm. all valid and they all contribute to, uh, early aging, and they're part of this matrix of what leads to uh, excessive aging. So yeah. free radical damage we know is associated with early with early aging. Uh, so you know, eating foods that promote free radical damage, a lot of fried foods, a lot of uh, foods that uh, are uh, nutrient poor and full mm. of the wrong types of, of fats and, and promote inflammation. Yeah leads to a lot of free radical damage. On the flip side, eating a, a, a diet rich in, in uh, colorful fruits and vegetables and other high nutrient dense foods uh, helps our body uh, fortify itself from uh, free radical damage because these diets are very high in antioxidants. Mm. So uh, free, the free radical damage theory uh, is uh, is valid, but it's it's part of a, a, a an overall uh, system that leads to excessive aging. Uh, so we have basically damage theories and we have program theories. But mm. the, the reality is, it's like it's it's like light. It's a particle in a wave. They're both valid. Right. Uh, so uh, the free radical theory is one of the most popular damage theory. We also have. Uh, the mitochondrial theory. Mm. Uh, the mitochondria have their own DNA. And so the mitochondria are the energy producing powerhouses of our cell. And if we, if we, uh, if we don't have proper mitochondrial function, we have low energy levels. And we also make our cells more susceptible to free radical damage. So mitochondria uh, play a huge role in fighting inflammation and, and fighting uh, the aging process. And then I mentioned uh, the telomere theory. That's a programmed theory. So uh, <clears throat> these telomeres, they're uh, at the end caps of, of uh, the DNA. And every time our cells replicate, the telomeres get shorter. And with shorter uh, telomeres, we get more errors in, in the expression of our DNA and in, in uh, the overall structure and, and the integrity of the DNA. Yeah, for sure. And we also have the glycosylation and aging as well, which would yeah. be more of a, a damage. Yes. Injury, right? Yes. Yeah. So uh, when uh, blood sugar levels are too high, glucose can attach to proteins. And uh, it's just, it's, it's not a good situation at all. It's, uh, yeah. uh, I, you know, we typically see, elevated cholesterol levels in people with type 2 diabetes, especially if they're poorly controlled. What happens is, is that when our blood sugar levels rise, the glucose can oxidize. So it's part of that uh, free radical damage right. theory of aging, but the glucose 
can also attach itself to proteins. And on the, the surface of our cells, we have a lot of important proteins that act as receptor sites. So for example, uh, we have a receptor site on our liver cell for LDL cholesterol. LDL mm. cholesterol, you know, this is, I'll say this is LDL cholesterol, yeah. it's circulating and it binds to that receptor and it tells the liver cell, quit making LDL cholesterol. There's plenty out there. But if that, uh, if that cell uh, receptor has been glycosylated, it's like putting super glue on it. And right. so the LDL can't bind to that. And so what is the liver cell going to think? It's going to think, well, I'm not, I'm not doing a very good job. I, I need to make more cholesterol. So we see elevations in cholesterol. Mm -hmm. But what happens when we have elevated blood sugar levels, it's just not cholesterol. We have these protein receptors for just about every physiological regulator. So yeah. what happens is that we have complete metabolic chaos when we have excessive glycosylation. And if you have metabolic chaos, then your cells become uh, more susceptible to damage as well as uh, improper function. So you're going to see inflammation. You're going to see uh, cells becoming you know, more cancerous. We're going to see them not able to protect themselves. And we're going to see excessive aging. So uh, yeah, there are, there are all sorts of subtle variations. We've got the sirtuin theory. We've, mm -hmm. got, uh, we've got more program theories. Uh, they're, they're all part of the, the puzzle. And uh, all we can do is all we can do. The great thing is just as uh, everything seems to be interrelated on the pathology side, the disease side, or the excessive uh, aging side, on the flip side, a lot of the things that we do to promote health work on the, uh, the pathology uh, you right. know, getting a good night's sleep is is, hmm. uh, is something that I've really been been focusing on. Uh, one of the things that I do in my book is I highlight all the major classes of drugs uh, and their impact on longevity. And David, it's it's amazing when you start looking the at the data. When medical historians look back uh, at the the pharmacology of the drugs that we're currently using, they're going to, they're going to look, we're in the stone age of pharmacology because these drugs are putting people in the grave and killing people sooner than yep. if people went a different route. And uh, what really brought this into focus is looking at all the drugs for sleep, sedative-hypnotic drugs, mm -hmm. the anticholinergics, the, the uh, Valium-like drugs, even the newer drugs. What we know is, is when people start using these sleep aids, their life expectancy goes down dramatically. And you can understand why. These drugs, they interfere with the normal, natural progression of sleep. Sleep, uh, people are familiar with REM sleep, and they think that's the right. sign of sleep quality. We need REM sleep, but we get REM sleep at the end of deep sleep. So right. we start out, at, at, when we fall asleep, we're in, in stage one sleep, and we progressively uh, have a slowing of our brain waves down to what's called stage four sleep. It's at that deeper level of sleep that our cells are regenerating, they're cleansing, mm. we're removing harmful compounds, we're, we're, uh, we're repairing all the damage that's been done, we're recharging those cells with energy, and that yeah. helps us live longer, it helps us live better because we have more cellular energy and our cells are freer.
so uh, it's, it's, it, uh, these are, are bad drugs for, for longevity. Acetaminophen, uh, Tylenol. We have 50 million Americans using acetaminophen on a, a weekly basis. This drug is a killer. Uh, it should not be on the market any longer. It is a poison. It's a cellular poison. And one of the things that it does is it depletes our cells of an important antioxidant called glutathione. Glutathione is absolutely critical during this pandemic, and it's absolutely critical for us to live a long, healthy life. Uh, acetaminophen, it depletes our cells of, of glutathione, and, and fortunately, we can avoid it. And if, if we need to boost glutathione, there's a lot of strategies to do it. Uh, even uh, basic antioxidant therapy, vitamin C, and, and eating a, a diet rich in not only glutathione, but also uh, other uh, dietary antioxidants. And then, you know, taking a supplement like N-acetylcysteine can also boost uh, glutathione levels. Uh, but, uh, you know, I think when, there, when, uh, when all is said and done, we're going to see that uh, we, we can improve our life expectancy just by avoiding some of these drugs. PPIs, uh, yeah. uh, proton pump inhibitors lead to early mm. death. Uh, you know, it, it, the data is just overwhelming. We've, we, we need a new approach, and that's the approach that, that you promote, and that's the, the, the approach that, that I promote because it, it's, it's the future and it's rational. Uh, so we, we need to understand that uh, you know, something that we take is either inert, not doing anything, or it's doing us harm, or it's doing us good. We need to avoid some things that are doing us harm on a very large scale. And uh, on the flip side, we need to, on a very large scale, focus on those things that do our body good. And that's why... Yeah. Yeah, you know, you're 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 focused on this topic, and that's why uh, you're passionate about your approach because you know it's doing a person's body good, and for sure, the more good that we do, the the longer that person's going to live, and the less inflammation they're going to have, and the better they're going to live now. I just wanted to interrupt this podcast to tell you about one of my favorite supplements. It's called Curcumin Gold. You guys know I'm a huge advocate of turmeric, this Indian spice, and the different polyphenols and compounds in there that help reduce inflammation. The most well-studied is curcumin. Curcumin has been shown to outperform your typical non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs like ibuprofen, Advil, and Tylenol in many different studies by reducing pain and inflammation without the harmful side effects. And what I love about the curcumin gold is that it contains turmeric curcumin extract. It contains vegan omega-3s made from algae, the long chain uh, omega-3 called DHA, which is so powerful for the brain, so powerful for heart health and reducing inflammation. It also has ginger oil. Those carefully selected ingredients support healthy joint function and address the root cause of inflammation within your body. Now, trust me when I say you won't find anything else on the market quite like this, in fact, my friends over at Purality Health have a patented formula that utilizes something called micelle liposomal technology, which delivers nutrients directly into your bloodstream. And it's proven to be 800% more efficient than traditional supplements. Even better, it's backed by a 180-day money-back guarantee. 
And today we have a 30% off coupon just for you. Visit puralityhealth.com. Use the coupon DRJ to access 30% off today. Yeah, so true. We're really focusing on getting to the root cause and keeping inflammation under control. I tell people all the time, inflammation, it's kind of like having a, a fire in your fireplace. When the fire is in your fireplace. It's beautiful. It's wonderful. You know, uh, it just brings out the beauty of your room. But if you go and you pour gasoline on it and now the fire starts going up your walls, that's not a good thing. And that's really what most people are doing. We need some level of inflammation. It's all part of the healing process. However, if we have lifestyle activities that are pouring gasoline on that, yeah. then we are, we, are, we are accelerating the aging process and we're creating, you know, this process of, uh, you know, inflammaging. Now, what are your thoughts on uh, senescent cells, kind of these older cells that, um, you know, have just hung around in our system? This is another theory of aging is that our body hasn't, we haven't been able to get rid of these certain cells that are older, that aren't functioning well, a lot of them are immune cells too. Mm -hmm. And yeah. they tend to be hyperactive and promote more inflammation in the system. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts on that? Well, uh, so uh, we have these garbage collectors in our body, mm -hmm. uh, macrophages uh, that are responsible for, you know, getting rid of, of uh, uh, you know, harmful particles, uh, microbes and cellular debris. Uh, so that's on a larger scale, and there's there's a theory of aging that relates to macrophage function. It's yeah. a very important part of it. Inside of our cells, we have a different process. It's called autophagy and the eating of oneself. And mm -hmm. when that is disrupted, then we have uh, an accumulation of cellular debris or garbage. And so it's like it, you know, imagine what happens in your house if you never took out your garbage, never. Right. You know, after a year, that would be just horrendous. <laughs> and, you know, that's what we have. Uh, that's an accelerated uh, <laughs> aging yeah. environment is uh, when you have way too much cellular debris. There's no, it's, it's uh, the cells are full of uh, these uh, uh, byproducts, toxins that it, it can't get rid of. And that, that's another very important uh, part of the aging process. And the solution is to focus on those things that can help mm. with uh, autophagy. And again, it's the things that we're talking about. It's, it's the things that promote cleansing, drinking enough water, staying well hydrated, uh, flooding your body with important nutrients for the mitochondria because improved mitochondrial function improves uh, the process of autophagy. We want to utilize uh, various phytochemicals that can help fight uh, the uh, inflammatory process because a lot of these uh, compounds that get stuck in cells, these are uh, inflammatory molecules or, or compounds that have been damaged by inflammation. So by uh, <laughs> extinguishing the fire and then getting rid of the, the debris, uh, we, we go a long way in helping that autophagy uh, uh, improve itself. And then, you know, one of your areas of expertise, I think that's one of the key values of, of fasting and, and, uh, and even intermittent fasting is you get improved uh, uh, detoxification on yeah. a global scale, but also on the cellular level, you're getting improved uh, uh, autophagy. And it's kind of like a, a process. You, you, you got to believe that the body has some sort of internal wisdom 
in knowing what cells to get rid of. And, you know, we want to, we want to shed the cells that are damaged or not functioning up to par or are too old. It just, we gotta, we gotta get rid of them. We gotta replace them. And, uh, uh, that's that comes through uh, through all these measures that we're talking about diet, lifestyle, exercise, uh, you know, s- different strategies like intermittent fasting and fasting, and you know, supporting ourselves with uh, with proper dietary supplementation. Yeah, for sure. And you had mentioned mitochondrial nutrients. What are your top nutrients for mitochondrial health? Well, I, I'm a big fan of flavonoids. Um, flavonoids are plant pigments and uh, these, these plant pigments are about 8,000 different, uh, uh, flavonoids and they have slightly different effects, but as a class of compounds, they're, they're noted for their, their bio, their uh, biological response, uh, modifying effects. And what this means is they modify, uh, our response to the environment. Uh, this is noted by their anti-inflammatory, antiviral, anti-cancer, antioxidant, and anti-aging effects. So, you know, it starts with diet, eating a high flavonoid-rich diet, you know, uh, berries, greens, uh, legumes. So red kidney beans have more flavonoids than blueberries per serve. Wow. So, uh, it's not just the berries, and everybody yeah. can can uh, afford uh, some some red kidney kidney beans in their diet. Uh, and then uh, you know citrus and a lot of the medicinal herbs are rich in in flavonoids. Uh, so I, I like flavonoid rich extracts. Uh, I like all the uh, kind of the cellular uh, energizers. So things like you know coenzyme Q10, PQQ, yeah. carnitine. Uh, alpha lipoic acid, pantothene, those are really important for, for mitochondrial function. I, I particularly love PQQ. PQQ mm. stands for uh, pyroquinoline quinone, and it, it'll uh, eventually be recognized as a vitamin. It wasn't discovered uh, as a, essential to human nutrition or mammalian nutrition until 1984, but now we know that it is absolutely critical to mitochondrial function and mitochondrial genesis, the formation of new right. mitochondria. And it works very well in combination with, with vitamin, uh, well, I should say with, with CoQ10. Right. So uh, I, I like it. Um, I, I, yeah, I mean, I, I could geek out and talk about uh, some, some other uh, anti-aging nutrients, but I really, for, for mitochondrial enhancement, uh, my go-to combination would be CoQ10 and PQQ. Mm. Okay. Yeah. What are your- 200, 200 milligrams of the ubiquinol form yeah. for CoQ10 and 20 milligrams per day of PQQ. Uh, this, this is a, a really effective uh, combination. Mm. They, they've done animal studies and human studies. And one of the things they noted in the human study was a, a kind of an immediate effect on improving mental function. And uh, when we're looking at improving mental function, it's, it's a very hard parameter to measure and show benefit in a short period of time. Uh, usually it takes months, right. maybe six months or a year to see improvements in some of these mental function tests. But within four weeks of taking that dosage of PQQ and Co- CoQ10, they showed improvements. And in eight weeks, the improvements were even more mm-hmm. noticeable. So I like it because it, you know, if you can help people uh, see yeah. the improvement, it it really helps them understand the value of these nutrients. A lot of the things we recommend, people can't 
uh, right. can't feel. I mean, vitamin C has been shown to be dramatic in its ability to, to reduce cataract formation. Uh, lutein's been shown to be helpful against macular degeneration. But when you're 40 years old and you're, you're uh, bolstering yeah. your vitamin C and, and uh, lutein stores, you, you're not going to feel uh, right. or see any, any benefit there, but you are doing good. And that's what people have to have faith with. Yeah. What is, what is the mechanism for PQQ? How is it, is it synergizing with the CoQ10? Is it um, together they're, they're increasing the cellular energy produced by the mitochondria? Yeah, it's really interesting. So um, I think that is, PQQ is an interesting compound. It's, it's found in intergalactic dust. And it may be the spark of life because it's critical to mitochondrial function. It, 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 it just like CoQ10 is, but yeah. you know, people are familiar with CoQ10, but maybe they haven't heard of, of PQQ. So it's necessary for the production of energy. And so without it uh, or without sufficient uh, stores, you're, you're going to be low energy. But listen to this. So every time uh, an antioxidant acts as an antioxidant, that's called a catalytic cycle. So mm -hmm. some antioxidants are very cheap, meaning that uh, they only work for uh, a couple of cycles, like you know, vitamin C only works for two to four catalytic cycles. So it's not very efficient. PQQ, it, it works uh, over four, through over 40,000 catalytic cycles. Now, uh, wow. what is our cellular energy? It's our ATP stores. And, uh, you know, our body makes about 100, I think it's 150 pounds of, of uh, ATP a day, some huge amount, you know, and uh, it gets utilized as energy. Um, so uh, think about all, it's like a little mini nuclear reactor going on in, in our mitochondria. And uh, in that process, there are a lot of, free radicals or pro-oxidants being spun off. So PQQ, it's, it's like the most valuable uh, mitochondrial antioxidant because it can be used over and over again. And the cells really hold on to it because it's so valuable. So I think, I think it's twofold. One, it's involved in energy production. And two, it's critical for protecting the mitochondria. And we've, we've talked about how uh, mitochondrial function is really key to uh, yeah. having cellular energy, protecting ourselves from damage, and uh, living longer. Yeah, real fascinating there with PQQ. I'm gonna have to look into that more. Yeah. All right, let's let's talk about some uh, anti-inflammatory herbs. So you mentioned acetaminophen as you know being a toxic drug that you know obviously 50 million Americans, I believe you said, are taking that right now. What are some things they could take instead if they are dealing with pain? Uh, inflammation, swelling. Yeah, you know, I'm going to start off by talking about uh, <laughs> ginger. You know, it's yeah. easy to go right to curcumin, but ginger and curcumin are in the same family. There are over 100 double-blind placebo-controlled studies showing ginger in various wow. forms can reduce pain and inflammation as effectively as something like acetaminophen mm. or a non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drug. Over 100 studies, wow. human clinical studies. So getting more ginger in your diet. And I like yeah. fresh ginger. Juice it and have ginger mm -hmm. shots. But even in the dry powdered form, it's been shown to be, yeah. to be effective. Get, but get more ginger in your diet, uh, juice, 
yeah. you know, ginger shots, ginger tea, ginger, ginger, ginger. It's great for reducing inflammation. As far as uh, herbal approaches for reducing inflammation, curcumin uh, yeah. is at the top of everyone's list. But the problem with regular curcumin is it's poorly absorbed. You really have to use an enhanced form of curcumin. The two best forms are theracurmin and curcumin. I mean, excuse me, and uh, Mariva. So right. uh, theracurmin and Mariva are the two that I recommend. And we know that uh, we have uh, an effective dose with those forms. The therapeutic effect of any natural product or drug is based upon delivering an effective dose. Right. And the best measure of an effective dose is a clinical response. So these are the, the two most well-studied forms of curcumin. So uh, uh, the dosage I recommend at, uh, uh, for, the, uh, for reducing uh, inflammation uh, with theracurmin is 180 milligrams per day. For Mariva, it's 2,000 milligrams per day. Now, uh, we were talking about, uh, you know, showing benefit in, in, uh, in, in brain function. Uh, UCLA did a study that was published uh, last year. Uh, it was a study in people uh, with early stage Alzheimer's disease or dementia. And they looked at all the available forms of curcumin and they tested them. And the form that they settled on in using in their trial was this theracurmin. And the results that they produced in this study are amazing. Uh, they not only showed improvement in mental function tests, but they also showed significant improvement in brain scans. So mm. it's not just improving the function, it's, it's, it's reversing some of the, the pathological changes that occur in early stage dementia. So uh, I like 180 milligrams of theracurement or 2,000 uh, milligrams of Mariva each day is part of an anti-aging strategy. It reduces inflammation throughout the body, but these two forms have been shown to be especially effective at reducing inflammation in the brain. And as I, when we first started talking about this, I said this is a this is a key area of concern. Uh, the brain is the most metabolically active uh, tissue that we have in our body, so. Uh, it's going to show the effects of aging if we don't protect it and uh, enhance its function. And the way we do that, again, getting enough sleep, getting exercise, uh, you know, and then you know, taking proper supplementation. By the way, I got to throw this in there. Uh, there's only been one new uh, anatomical discovery, I think, in the last 50 years in humans. And it was, it was the discovery that we actually have lymphatic vessels in our brain. Right. And uh, so exercise is a way of cleansing that. And uh, I particularly like, uh, I, start, I read that and I, uh, I'm, I'm a bit older than you, but in the seventies, getting a rebounder was really popular for promoting lymphatic flow. Uh, now, I don't think you need a rebounder. I do, I do jumping jacks. I do what's, mm -hmm. what's called uh, starfish jumps where you're, you're squatting down and then jumping up and reaching up as high as you can. Yep. I like I like the, uh, the, the the starfish jumps. Uh, that's a great way to cleanse the brain. We talked about autophagy. If your brain 
is not cleansing these toxic compounds, it's promoting inflammation. If you promote inflammation in the brain, you produce tau proteins and beta amyloid. I said earlier that when I was uh, just starting to study medicine, the rate of Alzheimer's disease in people over the age of 80 was 2%. Now uh, it's, it's over 50%. So uh, it, 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 we have more toxins in our environment. We have greater obesity and type two diabetes that coupled with people possibly living longer means that we're going to see a rise in Alzheimer's disease. And that's, that's what we've seen. And, and I think, uh, we want to reduce that inflammation so yeah. that, uh, we, we, uh, we don't build up those toxins, but we also have to, to cleanse those toxins. And, uh, you know, exercise is, is really critical. Getting a good night's sleep is absolutely critical. I think you can do everything else right, but if you're not sleeping well and you're not exercising, it's a, it's at a disadvantage. So uh, we got to figure out ways to help those people that maybe are uh, immobilized. Uh, we got we to gotta yeah. keep that limp flowing. That's right. So important, that glymphatic system in the brain. Yeah. And uh, sleep is really the main way that we activate that lymphatic system and drain out toxins in the brain. It's so important. You mentioned yeah. how so many people are taking sleep medications. Yeah, and, so it's a, yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah it's, it's amazing. They limit the lymphatic flow. Yeah, and when we talk about inflammation, we should also mention garb aging because that's another mm. theory. I met, mentioned the uh, the importance of the macrophages, but again, if we're not if we're not cleansing the the collection of intracellular waste or garb aging is another contributing. So we talked about a bunch of different uh, aspects associated with, with aging. We talked about the free radical damage uh, theory. We talked about the mitochondrial theory. We talked about the telomere shortening theory, which is a program theory as well as a damage theory. We talked about inflammation, garb aging. Uh, th these are just some of the, some of the facets, some of the, the angles of, uh, of aging that we can uh, deal with and, and improve. And, and when we do that, it just helps the whole system work better, the whole matrix work better. Yeah, for sure. And what, what would you consider the most nutrient-dense foods that people should have in their diet on a regular basis? Uh, well, you, you know, uh, I... <laughs> I just, I just I, people always ask me what I take and what I eat. Uh, there are certain foods that I eat on a daily basis. I eat, uh, I eat berries. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, they're low glycemic load. I, I eat a, a lot of berries. I, I, I like green leafy vegetables. I try to have mm -hmm. a big salad every day. I mix it up. I think nuts and seeds uh, don't get enough credit. They're, they're rich in all sorts of nutrients. And I like the whole concept of eating something that uh, can grow into a massive tree. I mean, right. when I was when I was a kid, uh, uh, this time of year, you know, we ate all sorts of nuts because we had we had them. Mm. I grew up in Southern Oregon. We had great yeah. nuts. Uh, you know, we we had hazelnuts. We had walnuts. Uh, we had pecans. You know, and they were growing in our yards, and we would you know <laughs> we'd collect them and process them. And, you know, we, we'd have to crack them ourselves. But yeah. I think that's, that's a good process too, because it slows down, uh, yeah. you know, the eating uh, of them because 
uh, it's, it's a lot of work to get those nuts liberated. Yeah, you can get a bag of cashews and just go just down that thing. But if you gotta if you gotta break it open, if you gotta deshell it, you're uh, you're gonna limit your, the amount you can eat. Oh yeah, yeah. I loved I loved all these nuts, but it was a lot yeah, of work. You know, those little fingers. You know, <laughs> you know, it was uh, it was a lot of work. But yeah, so I I I eat uh, I, I eat. Uh, uh, at least a quarter to a third of a cup of nuts, and I vary it because nuts are a, a food that you, you don't want to eat the same nut every day. They're mm. very nutrient dense, and you want to make sure that uh, you have a variety of different nuts so that you um, can take advantage of their high nutrient density, yeah. but not become overloaded in some uh, micronutrients and under uh, uh, loaded in others. So. Um, yeah. So, for example, Brazil nuts are very high in selenium. So, you, right. if you ate only Brazil nuts, it's not a good thing. You got to mix it up. And the same thing with yeah. berries. I don't eat the same berries every day. I mix it up. And uh, and I think uh, eating more uh, variety in our food is really uh, a, a key factor. I don't know if you have Deanna Minnick talking about the rainbow diet, but we all talk about the importance of these plant yeah. pigments and eating a variety of different uh, colors uh, throughout the week and not relying on the same foods over mm -hmm. and over and over again. Uh, we are meant to enjoy the bounty of nature and uh, these different plant pigments have different effects on our body. So the more varied your diet, the greater the health benefits, the greater the yeah diversity in your microbiome and mm -hmm. that produces its own uh, downstream uh, health benefits and the more benefits in protecting uh, ourselves from uh, free radical and other types of damage. Yeah, for sure. All right. So we talked about anti-inflammatory herbs. We talked about mitochondrial support nutrients. Um, any, other, any other supplements that you see to be very helpful for people when it comes to reducing inflammation? Well, you know, we didn't talk about eating the right types of fats, and uh, fats oh, yeah. are really critical. So, um, uh, you know, staying away from fats that promote uh, aging and promote inflammation. For most people, that means getting away from uh, meat and dairy and sources of omega-6 uh, fatty acids. So staying away from your common vegetable oil, soy, mm. safflower, sunflower, corn, you know, and, yeah. and get and focus, you know, more on the monounsaturated fats like olive oil, avocado oil. Uh, I, I, I think there's, I think canola has been given a bad name, but I think uh, organic canola is fine. Uh, so we get those, those cooking aspects and then eating a cold water fish, um, you know, not, not just people think that just means salmon, but you know, uh, Inexpensive sources are, you know, sardines and mm -hmm. anchovies, uh, mackerel, herring. Uh, you know, it's. It, it, I, I think uh, you know everybody can afford to increase their omega three fatty acids. And then, uh, for me, uh, helping people get on a foundation supplement program is a key to making sure they have the 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 kind of the the, the their bases covered in terms mm -hmm. of uh, micronutrients. So. Uh, what that means is a high potency multiple vitamin and mineral formula, extra vitamin D3, I think four yeah. to 5,000 uh, I use per day right now. Uh, I like some sort of plant-based antioxidant, either a grapeseed extract mm -hmm. or curcumin is a great one, uh, pine bark extract, uh, 
these all have some some overlap, but some sort of plant-based antioxidant, super greens formula, something like yeah. that. And then lastly, a good high quality uh, pharmaceutical grade fish oil and take mm. at least uh, 2000 uh, milligrams of uh, long chain omega-3 fatty acids a day. Yeah. Uh, so not 2000 milligrams of the fish oil, but 2000 milligrams of EPA, DHA, DPA, and these omega-3 fatty acids. And, and I think that's uh, that was the only thing I think I missed uh, sharing. But fats are really critical for, uh, you know, it, it, I, this is an interesting thing uh, to bring up. I'm very concerned about uh, people being on a ketogenic diet long term, and let me let me explain why. One of the uh, the anti aging theories has to do with sirtuins, and these are uh, compounds that that play a, a huge role in in cellular energy production and regulating it, and also regulating uh, insulin uh, sensitivity and mm-hmm. helping to. Uh, support the body's anti-inflammatory mechanisms. And uh, what they've shown, and the, the question is, when you read studies, they lump a high-fat diet together uh, with, they don't seem to discern healthy fat mm-hmm. or yeah. unhealthy fat. Uh, but it, the, my, my key recommendation in people that are uh, eating a ketogenic diet is you've got to focus on those health promoting fats. Mm-hmm. If your ketogenic diet is too full of saturated fats and omega-6 fatty acids, I think you're going to shut down that sirtuin uh, uh, activity and that's going to accelerate mm-hmm. cellular aging. And I think that's the reason. If you look at population-based studies, uh, they've shown that a, a low-carbohydrate, high-fat diet had the worst uh, effect on, uh, you know, uh, our lifespan. It was more detrimental than a high carbohydrate diet, a high sugar diet, which we know this is counterintuitive, right? Mm-hmm. Because, uh, so I think it's the type of fat. So yeah. fat choices are really critical uh, for health and for, for fighting inflammation and, and fighting the aging process. So we've highlighted the good fats, monounsaturated fats. If you're going to have uh, some saturated fats, MCTs, your, your best choice, second best, maybe a little bit of, of coconut oil, and then focus on those long chain and short chain omega-3 fatty acids, nuts and seeds, cold water fish, and long chain omega-3 fatty acid supplementation. Very good. Very good. Very thorough interview here. And we really covered the topic of inflammation well. And um, guys, check out Dr. Murray's book, right? So remember, it is The Longevity Matrix, How to Live Better, Stronger, and Longer. So check that out, guys. And you can check out his website, drmurray.com. And uh, thanks so much. Any last words, inspiration for our audience? I, I know that uh, they're going to hear lots of different uh, approaches and uh, just uh, uh, value all that's being presented. Uh, and, and uh, you know, just go with what resonates best with you. But uh, you know, this is an important topic. You have to get inflammation under control. We have measures of inflammation. You can monitor yourself and you can see how you are responding to uh, these programs that are being recommended. And uh, just keep at it. Uh, life is uh, to be lived with good health. Uh, so uh, make that your primary goal. Uh, and, and God bless. Those are my, my closing words. 
All right. Thanks again, Dr. Murray. Appreciate your time. And just want to acknowledge your depth of knowledge and your ability to really communicate that well for our audience. So thanks so much. And guys, we'll see you on a future interview. Be blessed. Well, that's all for this show. And I want to thank you again for spending your valuable time with me today. And if there was something you heard in this interview that you have questions on or you want to dive into deeper, then drjockers.com is the best place to go. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider taking just a quick moment and giving us a great review. Your reviews help us influence more people and transform more lives. And if you took something valuable away from this episode, then please share it with someone in your life you know it can help. We'll see you soon on a future podcast. Be blessed, everybody.